Hi guys, this is Akshay from the Scale Up Podcast. Firstly, I just want to say a massive, massive thank you for all the feedback on my first episode with Nick and Akeem. Genuinely appreciate it. And I've got another very exciting guest lined up for today. He's got a seven-figure turnover. He's another fellow apprentice candidate. And now it's safe to say he's a friend as well. Alex, welcome to the Scale Up Podcast. There's one thing I want you to do. Don't hold your mouth. As long as you let me get a word in edgeways, we'll be fine, all right? <laughs> You'll be fine, but don't hold your mouth. <laughs> no, thank you for inviting me on here. Um, no, it's been an exciting lead up and um, I feel like we're going to have a, a Yeah, good I'm chat so today. excited to chat to you. I mean, there's so much I want to talk about. Like yeah. your business, I know, is absolutely thriving. Yeah. You're killing it. Yeah, you're, it's going well. You're making the millies. Yeah, it's going very well. You know? It's going well. And obviously we had a very heated boardroom. Yeah. And I want to talk about that as well. Yeah. And I just want to talk about your life and get to know you a little bit more. Cool. But first, we have to talk about The Apprentice. Yep. How was the experience for you? Oh, mate, like when you, when you put it into a nutshell, it's been amazing. There's so many things you can take away from it. And, you know, I think one of the best things for us is coming away um, with a nice group of friends that we've, we've, we've enjoyed so many memories with and we're, you know, continuing to plan on to, to continue that. Um, so, and not only that, it's, it's, it's just the experience of being in that house. Agreeing in front of Lord Sugar in that boardroom, you know, mate, the amount of fun times we've had in the boardroom, we were looking around, we're laughing at his jokes and, and you know. It's surreal. Yeah, it is. And the house we stayed in. So like, nice. Unreal. But like you said, the best thing is that we've all become so close. Yeah. No, we're we all so supportive with each other. Yeah. Like whether someone's starting something or promoting their business, we're all backing each other, which, which yeah. I absolutely love. Yeah. No, same here. And I think... There's been some great friendships that have come out of this and, um, you know, we've got some exciting stuff coming up, some exciting nights out yeah. and um, events. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to so much from that. I remember walking in to the boardroom where, yeah. where, where we all wait yeah. and you were the first person that I actually saw. Yeah. Right. And I was like, this guy looks like Drago from Rocky. <laughs> no, I even said that to you. you yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. But I know in the house you made the best food. We you cooked know, a you, lot, you didn't cooked, we? Or yeah. you cooked, not me. Yeah, no, to be fair. I didn't cook, yeah, I mate. Cooked. I didn't cook. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, just, I think you come over and helped a little bit. It was like, yeah, yeah. I I've washed the dishes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I ate. Yeah, yeah, no, it's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, but no, that's what, no. what I love. Like, in the house, we'd have a tough task. We'd work or argue. But in the house, we'd all eat together. Yeah, the down days were the best. Like, especially when it was like that, we knew we had to fill the day up with something fun. Yeah. And we all know that everyone wants to eat and eat good so <laughs> literally mate do you know what i tell you what a few of those recipes that i come up with i was doing you know them gusto boxes oh really i was flying through them for like quite a few months before okay. the apprentice so like so you mate i've got like doing... it's about that thick of the recipes at home right and obviously you create all the different recipes from scratch and then when we was in there i was thinking like what can i what can i cook back what can i do right but one of the main recipes is one of my friends and who, who's got got a restaurant in london his right. dad is a great Italian cook and he taught me that recipe with the pasta and the huh. mushrooms and um, the pancetta, yeah, that the creamy really pancetta. You're going to make it for me today? If, if we've got time, we'll fry it together, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%. You know what, let's leave this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You can make me that Scrap pasta. this, mate, let's go and make some food. <laughs> Literally. So was there any awkward moments for you on the show? Do you know what, I, me I remember that first initial stage of going into the boardroom, do you remember how nerve-wracking it is? <laughs> yeah, like, it is. Been waiting for ages to go in. We've finally gone in. Lord Trigger's come out. He's introduced himself and he's started talking. He's running through all our businesses. <laughs> Literally. And he's gone through every single person. I'm standing there like I can feel my heart going. Right, I'm coming up, I'm coming up. Coming we could up. hit everyone's heart. <laughs> yeah, I think we could. It was all in synchronization. <laughs> and then he literally turns to me and goes, Alex, you're in this industry. I can't remember what he said. But Property, it was, I remember. Yeah, it was not my business. And I've, I've gone, and I remember clearly, right, I had these clear retainers in. 
was straightening my teeth at the time. And so much, like, my mouth had become so dry when he said it to me. I remember, <laughs> like, that, trying to, like, get my words out. And it just wasn't happening. I was like, oh, my God. Like, when we walked out of there, I was like, that's a great first impression. And I couldn't even get my words out. And I was like, I'm never wearing these things again in the boardroom. <laughs> I remember like, just taking them, them out. Yeah, putting them in my pocket. I was like, damn. We had a heated exchange in that boardroom. Yeah. It got intense. Yeah, yeah. Really intense. Yeah. What was going on in your mind? It was just really hard, mate, because like, I just couldn't get a word in edgeways and, and um, I just kept like, asking you to hold your mouth, but you just no, couldn't do it. You no, you your <laughs> <mouth>? <laughs> I'm joking. No, um, uh, mate. Actually, let's, let's take it back. Let's take yeah, it back to the start of the fish task. Yeah. Task number four. Yeah, yeah. We're all sitting in that room. Um, I mean, when I heard fish is the task, yeah. I was like, great. I don't yeah. eat fish. Yeah. I don't like fish. Yeah, yeah. I've never touched a fish, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It'll be fun. Let's, let's just give it a go. Then yeah. you moved into our team. I was yes, like, great. Yeah. I get along with Alex. It'll be a good vibe. We yeah. work well together in task one. And then you went for PM. Yeah. Well, you didn't go, we didn't, you didn't go for PM. You got sort of put into... Well, it was, it was that situation again. It was like, because the edit shows certain things, but that went around for ages. It was the fact of, right, who wants to be PM? No one wanted to be PM. So I was like, if no one wants to be PM, then someone's got to stand up and do it. And I said, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, you know, you're under so much pressure in, in there. And like sometimes maybe if I had a clear ahead, I probably wouldn't have done it for that task. But mm. you know what it's like. You're under time constraint to get the best products. It's first come, first serve. And it's, if you're not moving quick enough, you, you won't get a good product. Yeah, you won't get a good product you know? or the, the good choices. So that was in the back of my mind as well. Let's talk about the crab. Yeah. Did you bring it? What crab? <laughs> the crab. <laughs> Is it at this? Yeah, I don't know, mate. You forgot it today as well. You forgot it today as well. We found out immediately that we forgot yeah. the crab straight after the meeting. Yeah. And I even tried to go in to sell it to the guy, and they're like, nope. Yeah. You can't go in. That's the thing with that. In real life, you could have done that. Exactly. When you're in there, what happens, happens. That's yeah. it. It's done. And, and you have to move I on. genuinely think if we had got the crab, we would have won. Oh, mate, I agree. Numbers wise. Yeah, I agree. Did you try assess the other team's mood? Or how they're I think feeling. you do. I mean, I, I always, you must have. Yeah, did, you, you must know? have. Like, I you think know. there's all that, always that element, and you walk into always. the house, and then the other team are like, "Yeah, I've had a really good day. How's your day been?" It's like, "Yeah, mine's been so. Mine's good been today. better than mine's yours. Mine's been better than yours by Literally. a mile." So I want to take you back into the boardroom. Yeah. We've just lost the task. We've come back from the cafe. Yeah. You've got to pick two people to bring back. Yeah. Why'd you pick me? No, I'm joking. <laughs> what were you thinking at that time? It's it's tough, mate. Like. You know, you know what's happening in the task. You know your PM. You know that you could possibly be going. Mm. And I think it's down to, you know, you've got to fight for it now. You've got to yeah. fight for, for your position. You've got to fight for your place. Yeah. And they miss out so much in that edit. There's so much more that goes on. It like does. The, the, the fight for it. Um, and yeah, like, mate, it's a stressful situation. And it's, it's because you're so compacted in yeah. to the life of The Apprentice. That's all that matters that, in your in, life in that, like in that, that environment. In that second Correct. is what's going to happen in that boardroom. Everything else disappears. Correct. Um, and it's a place where you do feel the pressure. Okay. You do. Yeah. Do you wish you brought someone else back in? I said this in the, the, the interviews after. The way I try and live my life is, it's so easy and it's cliche to say no regrets. But yeah. What's happened has happened. You've got to learn from what has happened and take it away with you. And mm. that, that's what creates the person you are. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's done. It happened for a reason. Like, 100%. I'm here now. And there were so many reasonings to why that I've, I've sort of come to terms with after. 
that makes me feel better about what happened as well. I love that. Um, it comes across as very positive. Yeah. Things yeah. happen for the best in life. Definitely. And I, I also believe that sometimes rejection is redirection. Yeah, yeah. And if something doesn't work out, you might in that moment you might not know. Yeah. But when you look ahead, when you look back in the future, yeah. you're like, now I know why that didn't work out. Yeah. You know, and it's such yeah. a good feeling at that time. That boardroom, I, I even said to Aki, I don't know, you probably watched it, that boardroom was the toughest one for me. Yeah. Because I was in there three times, yeah. right? And I was like, damn, I've got a chance, I'm going to go. And when you picked me, I was like, damn. It was really hard for me because we got along really well yeah. in that task as well. Yeah. We were laughing and joking together. Yeah. And I said to you before the task started, I said, Alex, I'm going to back you 100%, yeah. no matter what. I'm, I'm going to back you. And now I had to fight you yeah. in that boardroom. And mate, you were not an easy fight. Yeah. <laughs> you were going at me, yeah, yeah. you know? You were like, one second, hold your mouth. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's really um, going at me. Yeah. And I had to fight back as well. So yeah, that was really, really tough. Yeah. And then when you got fired, like you're fired, it happened so quickly. Yes, it is. And then, you, and then you left. But what, was your, what were you thinking as soon as you left? Like... Were you, how are you feeling? Mate, it's, it's, it's so frustrating. Like, obviously, you want to go further. Yeah. You want to stay on that path and stay, you know, stay on the experience. And it does happen so quick. Yeah. You know, within 24 hours, it's happened, you're gone. Yeah. And you're not going back to the house. That's it. You're out. You're out the back of the studios. Yeah. Then the next minute, you've got to do some scene in the cab. And you're like, <laughs> hope you ain't charging me double bubble for this, mate. And it's like, you want to just get that done and get home. Like, yeah. Um, I remember when you got fired, I wanted to have a chat with you mm. and say, bro, it's nothing personal. Yeah. And give you a little hug. Yeah. You know, like, bro, all the best, but we, we couldn't at the time. No. You know, and I was like, that's one thing that always stuck with me yeah. in the process. And I kept thinking about that. But when we met. That's what I was literally just thinking now. You know, I was like, how nice was that moment? We, we, we went out as a group to Winter yeah, Wonderland. That's it. And uh, I was like, I'm seeing Alex out of the boardroom. I haven't yeah. spoken to him. What's it going to be like? Yeah. And I remember we met and we literally just... Mate, it was, just, it was like a big hug. It was a big hug. And I was like, do you want to get food? Yeah. <laughs> you get a beer as well. <laughs> and we were like, um, we didn't get fish. No, we didn't. That's what we, we stayed We got pizza from. and we just had a chat. No, it's nice. You know, and so that's nice. when I knew it was like, you know what? I'm going to be friends with this guy for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Because you kept it real. Yeah. You didn't hold grudges. No. You weren't... You want a sour grape making no, funny comments like, on Twitter? No, man. <laughs> you like, not to, like, that's not me. You've got to move on. Yeah, you have to. You yeah. have to. And, like, mate, that, that first time when we all met up, that was the best feeling. Like, like all that time, we've not seen each other. And then to just be with each other and just share experiences, it was Hundreds. so, so good. It it's, so it's, good. it's so real. Yeah. And it's, it's, what I love is that we're all growing together. Yeah. Obviously, some of us have businesses, some of us are starting businesses, but we've all got the same mindset. Yeah. And we get along. Yeah. So, so. I didn't get the 250K. No. But I got friends that are worth much more. Yeah. In the show. Mate, you said it so well. What did you feel like when it happened? When I, when I got fired, I'm not going to lie to you, I felt amazing. Did you? Yeah, because I think I left in such a good way. Yeah. Um, Lord Sugar was really nice to me when I left. Yeah. So I felt so grateful for someone like that to say that to me. Yeah. Just to recognize that. I felt so motivated. And as soon as I left, the producer came up to me saying, oh, Akshay, you were so close. Um, I feel gutted. I said, don't feel gutted. Yeah. I genuinely feel great. I'm such a positive person. Yeah. And then I left and the only thing I had in my mind was that it's now time to smash my business. 100%. You know, that I've been in front of Lord Sugar that I really look up to. He said, stay in touch, giving me that approval. I've got approval from my idol. 
now I've got to go for it. Yeah. So I was in such a positive um, mind space. Yeah. Did you find it difficult staying disconnected with the world? Do you know what? Because in the house, obviously, we can't talk to anyone. No. We've got no connection to family, no, no. connection to internet. Yeah. Uh, you're all on your own. Yeah. Did you, you find know, that difficult? There was a sense of relief getting rid of my phones. You know, they were always going off business, personal, whatever it was. And it was the first time, I can't even remember when, I've been without my phones, I've been without internet. Yeah. All I've got is my brain and the people around me to interact with. Yeah. And that was nice, because I don't know when that will ever happen again the way it did. And for us to experience that in this day and age that itself is amazing. is yeah. an experience. Who it can is. say, I didn't use a phone for two months? Oh mate, exactly that, yeah. yeah. And it makes you realize how much you rely on your phone, like everything. It, it could be a quick, simple maths thing, Obviously, I think Akeem would be smashing it out in his mind, you know, he's Literally. right. But, for, you know, I, I don't want to talk for you, but it's so easy to get your calculator and work it out. But in there, you're like, no, you can't do that. And you have an impulse to do it, but you know you have to use your brain. And any idea that comes up is, is past stored memories of Correct. what you've learned. That's it. So Correct. that in itself is, is an amazing experience blended in. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that, that whole bit of not having a phone. Did you enjoy it? As, I, yeah. I, it's such a good feeling because... I run a marketing business. Yeah. It's all on my phone. I'm yeah. constantly on my phone. Yeah. Um, like my screen time, averagely on a day, is about 14 hours, wow. which is scary. Yeah. And from that to nothing, I loved it. Yeah. And when I actually left the show and got my phone back, yeah. I was like, this is what my phone feels like. Oh, mate, I the screen looked a bit bigger, <laughs> right? Uh, but till this day, in fact, yesterday, um, I was like, I wish I could get a break from my phone. Yeah. Uh, but you can't. Because it's your your business is running right, yeah. and social media's social media's been crazy. Yeah, it's always a, popping off, kicking off. How have you found <laughs> social media yeah. since after being on the Apprentice? I mean, it's there, and it, it you know it's, it does go through the roof when you're on the show. It's so important though that the, you know you take that time to remember it is just social media, and you need to you need to stay like you need to stay in the real life and Absolutely. in that moment right now. Um, and for me, I, you know, I put some energy into it, but not too much because for me, life still carries on and I like to, you know, put a lot of energy into my business and that was taking up a lot of time, obviously with the exposure and LinkedIn. Um, I remember having a chat with you about the LinkedIn. LinkedIn, saying, yeah. Mate, LinkedIn was the one, like that is the one. That's the place to for. focus on. Yeah. I love talking about this and I think LinkedIn is sometimes so underrated. Oh, massively. It's massively. a tool that can change your life. Yeah. It's so underrated. Yeah. You can literally get hold of anyone you want to speak to. Yeah. You can find out who works where yeah. and get hold of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the, I just, I'm so passionate about LinkedIn. Yeah, mate, it's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, I know. remember us having that chat, it was like, that is the place right now that is popping off because 100% that is where and for anyone in the future going on The Apprentice make sure that all of that is in place because if you've got a business that's running and you're in that world of business it's such a great platform to be able to interact with other people who are either in the same industry as you yeah. or could potentially be a client 100% um, a supplier so make sure that is in place because yeah. it is amazing I, I, th I think I think anyone I started my business with less than thousand pounds yeah and the only tool that allowed me to sort of scale up was LinkedIn yeah and it was literally me on LinkedIn finding people that I can pitch to connecting with them yeah telling them what I can do for them yeah, yeah, yeah. getting on the phone to them pitching and securing a deal yeah and I think that's also very important like I get reached out on LinkedIn quite a lot and I reach out to people I think one of the most important things with LinkedIn when you're reaching out to people is actually when you connect with them is saying what you can do for other people. Yeah. 
rather than trying to sell something and saying, hey, can I get this from you or can I do that from you? I just genuinely believe is that if you want to connect with someone, connect with them, yeah. but genuinely tell them what value are they going to get. How can I make your life easier or your, your business easier by providing you a service Absolutely. that is going to save you money and a headache? And that's what people want to understand in here. I want to talk about your business now. Yeah. I know you've got a seven-figure turnover. Yeah. Because you said it in the boardroom. Yeah. I've got a seven-figure turnover. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what do you do, Alex? So... I've got a commercial cleaning company okay. um, and we specialize within the construction market. So for example, you know, if they build a huge warehouse or 500 houses, we are the company that goes in and provides a service to clean those properties wow, okay. before they're handed over to the client. Um, and then we also concentrate on contract cleaning as well. Okay. So we cover offices, you know, car showrooms, everything on that sense of things. Um, and obviously throughout COVID we was doing the electrostatic cleaning. Um, so. Yeah, it started off small. started off with me doing end of tenancy cleans on my knees, scrubbing toilets, because I, I had to bring in money. Right. Um, but I always had that end goal, of, end goal of where I wanted to go with it. But I just knew, you know, I have to put food on the table for myself in that sense. And I need to, you know, I want to still enjoy life. So for me, I had to go out and get the ball rolling by cleaning myself. I have so many questions about your cleaning business. Yeah. But was that your first business or did no. you have any previous businesses before that? So I've always been in that, that mindset that I wanted to do my own thing you know and, very similar yeah and from the age yeah so I was even from like going back to my childhood I was always selling sweets in school like chewies so I was carrying in like a bag of like 10 Pepsi Maxis with a shoulder like that like trying to sell them off in school and I was doing it with a few of my friends um, I always had that mindset and got excited by creating something okay. uh, an entity that I could grow and nurture for mm -hmm. something to make money um, and I started off a business with another a, a friend of mine okay. when I was like 19, 20. We right. set up a recruitment company and, you know, we started trading, we started making money, but unfortunately it didn't work out between us as a relationship. Um, and I ended up coming out with that with a bit of debt. Really? Set back. At that age, it is a kick in the teeth. It and is. it happens. It like, happens. And sometimes you think, oh, what is it all worth? Like, what is that? But I learned so much from that. So much from that moment of being in that predicament and being in that you know, state where I had to then climb out of the hole, work out of the hole, and then continue forward onto to something else. Um, and that was the first learning curve within business, like that, that hurt. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna get them. You will. You will, you will get them, you know, and it's happened a few times, but. So are you, are you careful now with who you go into partnership in business? Oh, massively. And yeah. is, is there any, any sort of red flags you look at? I think the red flags can be not only in the person, but how you present the relationship in the business. Right. So you need to be clear from the start, whether it's 30%, 70%, who's putting what money in, who's doing this, whose yeah. job role, what are you bringing to the party, or the party, what are you bringing <laughs> to the party? <laughs> um, and you need to set that off from the beginning. Yeah. And it needs to be written up, whether it's your friend or 100%. whoever. It could be a stranger who you're going into business with. It needs to be in concrete yeah. before you go off. And I'm telling you now, if you don't do that, it will bite, bite you. It will bite you. It will you. bite you. So those little aspects of business need to be, you need to be on top of it. You have to, yeah. because when the business is making money, yeah. That's when arguments will That's when up, it changes, you know? yeah. And I've been in, in situations where I've been in partnership with people and yeah. um, I've actually ended up losing really close friends because of that. Yeah. Now, I'm very strict with that. I don't like going into business with people that are friends yeah. or family. Yeah. Uh, I'm very selective with that. 
um, just because it can damage your relationship. But I think yeah. the most important thing is trust. Yeah. And you can you know that very quickly. You can yeah. get a vibe very quickly. Yeah. I've got a question that I got to ask you. How did you start a cleaning company? As in, how did you get into that? Because no cool. one really says, "I'm going to get up and clean some toilets." Yeah, yeah. yeah. How and did that happen? So, and this this is when I say like anything can happen in life. Right. If you're looking for it and you're open, something can come to you, an opportunity can arise. Yeah. And this opportunity come to me purely from one of my mates putting it something in the group chat, boys group chat, right? Yeah, we've all got it. Put in there, boys, does anyone know a good cleaning company? Like he's a, uh, he works for a construction company. Okay. And the contract that they were using was shutting down. They were stopping and he didn't really know any other companies. So I was like, I know this. I've worked on construction sites before. How hard can it be to like clean a company? Um, how hard can it be to like clean a building? How hard can it be to like right. clean a premises? So there's me thinking, boom, right, let's start this up. I want to do this. You've read a message in the group chat. Yeah. You started a cleaning company. Yeah. And what's next? So what's next is I was working a current job. Yeah. And I had to leave. Like, so so I you, had, you had, a, had a nine to five? Like yeah, a, no. So I was literally at that point, I was working back in the gym. For oh, a period wow. of time, mate, I was, I was a bit lost. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to do my own thing, but I had no clue what. And you can get yourself so frustrated looking for that one thing. Um, but you just have to keep searching and trying different jobs, trying this, trying that, until you find whatever it is that wants to take your interest. And yeah. for me at that point, this was the one that I was like, right, let's try this. I'm doing this. And um, yes, yeah, so I was working in that job. And coming out of that, I knew that I had to go on and then make money. So I literally approached all the estate agents in the area. Can I do end of tenancy cleans for you? Can we do this? Can we do that? I had no clue. Obviously, everyone knows a bit about cleaning. Everyone's cleaned their room up as a kid. Did <laughs> you uh, clean mine? Mum screaming, <laughs> yeah, screaming up, <laughs> pick your pants up off the floor, whatever it is. So we all had an element of cleaning. But this one was, you know, like you said, Googled online, end of tenancy, what it requires. Mm -hmm. And I started doing end of tenancies. I started cleaning little offices in the morning before they'd come in. And I was just making money ticking over until I had enough money to then progress onto like buying bigger insurances because you have to have certain insurances for construction. Right. Um, and then I started to learn about all the academic stuff you need, like the cards and that to get on site. And then I'll never forget the first time I turned up on the first construction site yeah. for a job to tender to. My mates worked his nuts off to get me in, right? To get right. me on the tender list and to get me over. Right. So I've literally, I've rocked up on site and I'm like, right, where's the job let's go and see it and uh, the site manager's walked out he's gone where's your PPE mate where's your boots your hard hat and ivers I'm like what do you mean like, I've, like, I've looked at my mate and my mate's looking at me going mate don't mess this up and I was going yeah no I haven't bought it I just thought you had some on site so like I've literally just like said to him wow. please is there any sort of like and this is it don't be afraid to go for it because people will give you the chance like I messed up there yeah. but it wasn't a big thing I borrowed some PPE I went onto the site and I won the job and that, that was my first big job in construction. I learned so many lessons in that one job than I'll ever do. Like, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I remember um, my first deal that I got. I used to work at a job before, but I always wanted to start my business. I was always very similar like you said. I want to do it for myself. I want to do it for myself because um, I didn't really fit in in that corporate environment. You know, like I remember the first job I got, I went in there, I started asking everyone, where do you see yourself in five years? Because I want to know what your mindset's like. Yeah. They went and complained to HR. Yeah. They said, what is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's when I realized that, well, these, these guys are great, but I can't really connect to them. Yeah. You know? 
quit that job, started my business. Again, very similar to with nothing. Um, I didn't have any backing or mentors, anything like that. But I remember that first big deal that I got that really changed the dynamics of my business. Yeah. Um, I was pitching a client in Asia yeah. and it was around 11 p.m. at night. And I was living at my parents' house at the time. And I closed the deal, I was sitting in the, in, in the kitchen and I closed that deal and he says, yep, send me the uh, contract yeah. and I'll transfer the funds. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll, I'll get that over to you, no problem. Yeah. Put the phone down. I was like, then I went crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, mom, wake up. I closed this much yeah, money. Yeah. I've just made four months amount of payroll money yeah. in, in one deal. Yeah. And that moment is the best excitement I've had. Yeah. You know, Now I close deals that are bigger than that, but that yeah, initial yeah. excitement you get from your first deal, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's game changer. Do you remember the first big deal you got? Um, so yeah, it was it was last year, and uh, this was before we went into the apprentice. I landed a huge job. It was actually like one of the biggest warehouses in Europe, and, and that was Amazon building that Europe for a contract, and we worked for right. a contractor. And in H- the, how much was that deal, if you don't mind me asking? So by the time I'd come out of the apprentice, yeah. um, the deal was literally done just under half a million pounds. Half a million done. pounds. Yeah, so you went from a WhatsApp group message to not knowing anything about that business yeah. to closing a half a million pound deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously there's that a lot incredible. of blood, sweat and tears throughout the period of time between that, but yeah. And it's almost a blessing in disguise when I come out of The Apprentice, I come out just in time to close that deal. Because I love you that. know how it can be with variations on site and whatever it can be. And um, I had to, when I come out at the time, yeah. it, was, it was good timing to, to close that down. So yeah. that's why I said earlier, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason in that sense. I love that, I love yeah. that. So when you look back, it's actually a blessing in disguise and yeah. maybe there was the universe saying to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, you need to go bag that half a mil. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. No, it's true. It's even what we've done like last year, we've managed to hit it in the first three quarters of this financial year. So it's like, you keep pushing yourself, you keep pushing yourself and you know the next following year, you want to push it even further. Yeah. What's next? Can we, can we go into this direction? Can we go into that direction? I love that. There's so many different ways you can take it. Um, but no, I love that story. And they're the, they're the memories that you, you need to nurture and take with you within business the because they're the, they're the enjoyable bits. 100%, yeah. 100%. And like, I relate to you so much. And for me, it's always like, what's next? Yeah. I'm not doing enough. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I get pissed off at myself. Yeah. I can do more. Yeah. But then I think that's what's helping us grow. That's one thing that I'm so, so passionate about, spreading awareness as well. It's like, although you may feel like you're in a rut yeah. and... You don't know how you're going to get forward. Mm-hmm. You don't know how you're going to achieve these these great goals that you've got in your mind. I tell you something now: it can happen. Like it genuinely can happen if you work hard mm-hmm. and you you know you keep progressing forward and you're passionate about what you want to do. It can happen. You may not see it right now, but it will unfold gradually, and that's how you 100%. get to see the bigger picture. It will never go bang. This this is the deal you've done. This is what you've no. achieved. It will unfold slowly, and you have to be prepared to be patient. I love that, Alex, yeah. man. Like, honestly, it's so damn true. And it's about momentum. And I think a lot of people in our generation want instant gratification. Yeah. It's like, hey, I've started a business. Yeah, yeah. I've sent a couple of emails. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't closed a half, yeah. a mil, half a mil deal. Sitting there for the but right NFTs to come out. <laughs> NFTs, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, but there's so much rejection you have to go through in business yeah. to firstly even get anywhere yeah. and you have to be persistent you have to be resilient yeah. did you have a lot of rejection in your career i landed a big job right mm-hmm. and it was a huge builders clean job mm-hmm. and it was like one of the biggest contracts i've won to date 
boom, lovely, right? This is, this is going to be... Let's get the Lambo. Sick. Let's yeah. get the Lambo. <laughs> and I remember being on site and we was about, I'd say, a quarter of the way through. Mm-hmm. And I get the call. The company you're working for has gone into liquidation. And I'm sitting there, I'm wow. going, what do you mean liquidation? It's like everyone on site now, like the company's gone into liquidation. Everyone that was working on site, site managers, everyone has lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. And everyone of us as a subcontractor will most likely not be receiving the money that we've done. So you can imagine I've got plant on hire on site. I've got labor on site. You know, we've progressed through the job and- You're not getting paid. No, I know for a fact I'm not getting paid and I know that liquidators are coming down to shut the site with all my stuff in it. Yeah, so yeah. I've had to get like road, like road sweepers out. I've had to get like scissor lifts, cherry pickers out. I'm on the side of the road waiting for them to be picked up till God knows what time. And I know for a fact that, Damn. yeah, I know for a fact that I've lost five figures and that's how much it was. And how did you feel at that time? It was a major kick. Like it was a major kick because you build so much, like as a subcontractor in, in what we do, mm-hmm. you have to have a pot of money to have cash flow. Cash flow is king. Cash is king. Yeah. I obviously knew that I'd lost that money and I wasn't going to get that money back. Um, and and you got to pay other people. Yeah, I've still got to pay everyone's wages. I've still got to pay the suppliers for the stuff that I've got yeah. to hire. And yeah, it's a kick in the teeth. But you, again, you, yeah. you, I think motivation comes back through when it's like, okay, I've done that. Okay. I know I'm capable of take. I know where I'm going mm-hmm. with this. It's just a clawback and you have to, leave, you have to take it on you the You have to move sometimes. on. You have yeah. to move on. And I don't know, I've, I've not been in a scenario like that where I've lost that much money in a yeah. scenario, but there have been times where you've dealt with a setback yeah. or something that you expected was coming your way. It didn't go your way, yeah. but it's never like you feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. I'm like, okay, shit. All right. What's next? Yeah. Alex, you mentioned earlier that um, you were sort of lost. Um, you didn't have a direction. I want to go into that space because um what would you say to someone in that position right now who yeah. is looking for direction or is not sure where to go because obviously a lot of young people watch this as well yeah how were you feeling at that time how did you deal with that um you, you're up against different different aspects that you you're you're struggling with if i was to give advice now mm-hmm. to my younger self mm-hmm. Although like, I wouldn't want to change my journey and what it's been like, try different careers out until you find the right one. Interesting. Then okay. learn, watch, Interesting. absorb with the plan that you want to go off on your own and do yeah. your own thing. Learn everything you can possibly do. Look at the infrastructure of the business. Look at the way it works. Yeah. Look at what the money it needs. You know, who's bringing in the sales, you know, depending on what it is. Nurture that information. Be a sponge. Yeah, Practical because be a sponge. going to set your own business up with that knowledge yeah. is powerful, right? If you know the internal workings of the business that you want to then go and create, you know, I feel like you're going to have a much better chance of, of pursuing that and, and, and making a success of it. For me, 100%. I started in something I didn't really know much about apart from cleaning my room as a kid. <laughs> and it took a longer time to understand and a longer time to, you know, guess and make mistakes and learn from them yeah. in that process. So yeah, I would definitely say try different careers out learn the information you need to then set off on your own. One thing I saw on Instagram, um, you did a live with Aaron yeah. about mental health. Yeah. And that was brilliant. Yeah. Is that something that you're really passionate about? And I'd love to know more context about that. Back when I first started the business, I was struggling with certain aspects of mental health. And right. I managed to get a helping hand in a sense of going to see someone about that. And it was the best decision I've made in my life because 
it's made me who I am now and it's made me realise so much about myself and you get to realise so much about what creates those darker days and you know the anxieties that people say they have and yeah. um, and when you become aware of where they, they originate from it's right. a lot easier to, to move on from them and clear them um, so I was doing like hypnotherapy which was uh, unbelievable that's and so interesting yeah it's amazing it's and amazing I've read a little bit about it yeah. but I'd love to know more like how does it work and best way to explain it yeah right? imagine someone who's scared of blood tests like that that was me I was scared of blood tests okay you don't know where it's from like in, in the front of your brain you don't know where it is subconsciously you do because mm-hmm. you learned that process we all were born pure we, we learn all these processes whether it's anxieties you know and I went with my mum to get a blood test I watched her faint while getting a blood test and for me as a young child I learned that process it's that trauma yeah that you okay. learn it and you store it so okay. then subconsciously throughout as you grow and get older when I see a, a needle, when I went to have a blood test, that anxiety come back because I learned that process. And with hypnotherapy, you go into a relaxed state of mind where that memory comes forward mm-hmm. subconsciously and you're able to realise and be aware of where it's coming from and to clear it. And from that I moment, see. when you become aware of it, the anxiety goes. And it's about having the information mm-hmm. to be able to work forward from, from these anxieties. and. That's why it's so important for awareness to be out there to show a sense of light that things can change yeah. and things can happen. And I think you even mentioned it as well. You know, it could take six months to turn your life around. It could take a year, whatever. It is what you make it. And 100%. It's just coming to terms with it and, and approaching it head on. No, I love that. I love that. Alex, we are called The Scale Up Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I really want to ask you this question because you've taken a company from absolutely nothing to seven figures yeah. in such a short time. What do you say to someone who's looking to scale up? Scaling up, I think personal development is so important. You need to be invested in yourself, whether you're learning new processes, learning new ways of business, uh, and allowing yourself to grow, to them for the business to grow. You need to be able to sink in. And when that happens, I think the two work hand in hand. And because I, I think what I've noticed as well, I've had to grow as a person for my business to grow and vice versa. And for me, you need to be mentally prepared for that to happen. Um, and then the business will follow and then you can departmentize you can you know grow and start to take all the hats off the different jobs that you do yeah all in one at the beginning you can grow and then start to pass these jobs out and then manage i love that yeah. i love that so what you're basically saying is that you have to be ready to receive yeah yeah yeah. 100%. To to get something sometimes yeah. you won't even get something because you're not ready to receive yeah 100 percent. alex has been an absolute pleasure yeah i really enjoyed your company had a great chat and i feel inspired you know. No, likewise. And should we get some fish? <laughs> There's a fish shop I, I passed on the way down here, to be fair. We should yeah. go down there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. I'll out. do the order and you hold your mouth. <laughs> all right. You probably forget. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Alex, genuinely, thank you so no, much. It's been, it's, mate, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for, for inviting me on. And it's been a lot of fun. And look, we just got to look forward to the let's exciting times ahead. Let's yeah, mate, let's scale up big let's time. Let's grow together. 100%.